I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Cavaliers are in the two seat. It's pretty good stuff. Are they real contenders in the Eastern Conference? I need an outsider's perspective. So I'm going to say yes. Danny, what would you say? Yes. All right. So I need a person who's truly from the outside. Truly a mean-spirited, cutting individual. We welcome in Justin Termini, Sirius XM NBA Radio. He's the host of the NBA Today on Sirius XM NBA Radio. He hosts it with Eddie Johnson. They talk a lot of terrible things about each other. Justin Termini joins us right now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Justin, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, well, you brought in an outsider, but you also brought in an idiot because I would have told you at the beginning of the season when I placed real money because I was never even a gambler, but I said, I think it's obvious that Cleveland's going to finish with the under. I think it was, what, like 53 and a half wins wow. uh, on one of those apps, and I picked the under, and I was feeling really confident, and then all of a sudden, you get the injuries. They're 13 and 12. I'm feeling even more confident, and now I've lost a significant amount of money. So why did I even bring you on if you have your head up your ass? I don't know. You're the one that asked me. I didn't call you and say, Ken, can you put me on the air? That's a good point. Uh, Justin Termini joins us here on the show. So the Cavaliers, are they contenders in the East? I mean, I would say probably yes, only based off the fact, uh, you know, I don't see a great team in the in the East. Now with the Embiid injury, you look at Milwaukee, they can't defend anybody. Uh, the Knicks are a really good team that I've got some confidence in, but they're also fickle. Uh, and then the one team that I think is head and shoulders above everybody else is the Celtics. But the issue with the Celtics is, one, I don't think they're tremendously coached. And two, they rely on the three-point shots. So they have more talent than everybody but they don't play the right way. So if you're going to rely on the three-point shot come you know, April, May, and June, you're susceptible to losing a series. So for that reason, I will say that Cleveland could be a contender, uh, but uh, you know, they're not as talented as Boston. But if it's one team to beat and that one team is shooting threes nonstop, then yes, they can beat anybody. To Danny Cunningham in for Anthony Lima today. What do you think Donovan Mitchell needs to do or continue to do to find himself in that MVP discussion? Well, I have an MVP vote, and I don't think he can be in the discussion. I think there's like five or six guys that I would put there. Uh, And when I say discussion, I mean like guys capable of getting a top five vote. Uh, So as of right now, I would say that, you know, you eliminate Embiid because he's going to miss the the amount of games. Uh, But it's like Jokic, it's Shea Gildas-Alexander, it's Giannis, it's Luka, it's Tatum. Maybe Kawhi slips in there towards the tail end the way that they're playing. I think Donovan Mitchell – uh, you know, probably is in the top 10, but I don't think he's a top five guy. Huh. 
Justin Termini joining us here on the show. Do you believe that Donovan Mitchell is the long-term answer for this team? Do you believe that this team is the long-term answer for Donovan Mitchell? Uh, I think when he sees the way that they're playing, they should be. But is Donovan Mitchell concerned about winning? Or is Donovan Mitchell concerned about being in New York City or Miami? Because, again, he didn't like being in Utah. And I think over the five-year stretch he was in Utah, they actually had more wins than anybody else in the Western Conference. So I think you look around, you see the age of Darius Garland and Jared Allen and Evan Mobley, and you say, we're already this good. We can grow together. Maybe we can add a piece or two. Uh, It should be the right fit. But is Donovan Mitchell's head in a place where he cares about winning, or is Donovan Mitchell one of those guys that's going, uh, I don't necessarily care about winning as much as where I'm living. Can Donovan Mitchell and Darius Garland coexist? Uh, I mean, we're going to see right now. I didn't like it at the outset of the season. I didn't love it last season. One of the reasons I thought Donovan Mitchell took too many shots didn't involve his teammates enough. Uh, like, I like the idea of kind of shifting him over to point guard, which we've seen uh, since Garland was out and kind of since he's come back. I think he's really fit into that role. Uh, so uh, maybe, uh, but I guess I would say, like, it was a concern of mine prior to the injury when Garland went down, just based off the fact that I think Mitchell uh, looks too much for his own shot, which has changed a little bit here to me uh, over the last month or two. How often does Evan Mobley need to find himself behind the three-point line for the Cavs to be successful offensively? Yeah, I think that was the part, right, that uh, kind of led to maybe the resurgence a little bit was the idea that the spacing was better because you didn't have two non-shooters out there with Mobley and, and Jared Allen. Uh, so I would he hit three the other day, I think, against San Antonio. It went three of three, I think, in that game. Uh, so that would, certainly would help out their, their spacing and help you play both Allen and uh, Mobley at the same time, and really, I you know from from the outside, I've been disappointed in his offensive progression over the first three years. Like defensively, I voted for him top three uh, defensive player of the year last year, uh, but from an offensive perspective, it has been a tad bit disappointing. Cavs last year were a team that finished below 500 on the road, and that's typically a good tell about how good of a team you are. And I understand Denver did the same thing and won a title, but this year they've got the best road record in basketball. Do you read into that growth at all as far as them as a contending team? Yeah, I mean, I look at two things when you're you're looking at, like, the standings. And this is something like Dunleavy Sr., the former executive coach and player, told me, as you say, if you look at the point differential, that tells you how seriously to take a team. Uh, And then you also look at at their road record, and that's another indication of, like, really how good a team is. Uh, and you look at both of those. I mean, they're above five in point differential. That's one of the better teams in the in the Eastern Conference. You look at the road record, as you mentioned, it's the best in the in the Eastern Conference. So I, I think that does that does tell you something. But you're also a little bit concerned just because, you know, the regular season was very good last year as well. And then they went into the postseason, and they were probably the biggest embarrassment in the entire postseason last year with how easy they, they rolled over for the Knicks. So I think, you know, regardless, no matter how good your regular season is, you're still going to go into the postseason, maybe not feeling confident just based off what you saw last year. How do they prove Justin Termini with us on the show? I'm glad you brought that up. How do they prove they're not soft this year? Because I think a lot of people have that stuck in their mind about how things went last year in the postseason. Yeah, I think everybody does. Uh, now, have you improved like your your toughness and your rebounding? Because I mean, you probably ran into the wrong matchup there last year as well with New York, just because they're a, they're a tough, gritty team, right? Physical team. Uh, but, you know, you do have plenty of size in Cleveland as well, which made it so surprising that they got outmanned on the glass like that. Uh, but that's one. And then I think you're a much better shooting team this year as well 
which was a problem last year. Uh, you know, especially with the Sam Merrill, which that's why these injuries, I think, were almost a blessing in disguise because you discovered him. Mm. And, like, he's a guy that should probably be in the three-point contest. Yes. We've been saying – see, I've been saying that on the air here with Tone, and I, I'm like, well, is this going to fall on deaf ears nationally or something like that? I'm like, well, I, I'd like some representation. I think Sam Merrill would be the perfect addition to the three-point contest, Justin. What do I do – what do I do with the Max Struess argument? Now, Lima, you know he can't stand Max Struess playing for the Cavs, all right? And his three-point shot is not that great. But offensively, they are clearly a better offense with him on the floor. Defenses respect him. How do I work with, with Max Struess here for the rest of this season? Well, I'm actually on the, 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 the Lima side. I've said this since they signed him. I said they're signing to be a three-point shooter. Oh, he's, you he's, ignorant he's sluts. A, he's a below average, uh, what you call me? He's a below average three-point shooter. So I, I agree with Lima. Well, then I don't want to ask you the question. Well, then retract it. No. But Merrill's fantastic as a three-point shooter. I love him. Uh, why is Donovan Mitchell in the three-point contest, by the way, instead of Merrill? Donovan Mitchell should say, I'm already in the game. I want my teammate to do it. He's a better three-point shooter than He's Donovan a bigger Mitchell. name, though. You know that. I mean, it's Donovan Mitchell. It's because Sam Merrill wanted to go on vacation. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Sam Merrill would prefer to go on vacation than participate in the three-point contest. Did you see that floor? There's no way Sam Merrill would want to be anywhere but that floor. That thing is cool looking. What Donovan said. Donovan said Sam wanted to go on vacation. So Donovan- This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Ben's doing it. That was a, that's a real quote? That's what he actually did say? That's what he said last night, yeah. He was the at the game. The guy just started playing, and he already wants to go on vacation? I can't imagine. There's no way he was being serious, He said he Danny. wanted to go on vacation, spend time with his family, instead of doing three-point contests. So Donovan's doing it instead. He was asked, why are you doing it? And he said, because Sam doesn't want to. He's going to use this on his show later today. Do it's not... the truth. Okay, but I don't well, think he was. I'm going to look it up and then was I'm going to confirm it because I'm not going to take his word for it. He sounds like he's, uh, you know, you know, I don't know, the most uh, trustworthy guy. Thank you. Well, that's yeah. an interesting way to put it. Justin Termini joining us here on the show. Danny, go ahead. Justin, if you were Kobe Altman, if you were in charge of the Cavs, what would you do at this trade, done? 
Uh, I mean, do they need to really do too much? I mean, it seems like they they have one of the deeper teams now in the in the league in regards to how how deep they go uh, now that those two guys came back. Because you're still going to play uh, Isaac Okur, you're going to play Karis Levert, you have to play Sam Merrill, right? Uh, you know, Dean Wade, George Niang. So as far as like depth, you you have all of it. I mean, maybe you consolidate that for a uh, for a bigger name, but. Uh, you know, I don't know if they need to, to do much. What are people locally saying they need to add? I think there's some people who kind of are – they've stuck to a narrative of – yeah, that, that can be a loaded word to say. They've stuck to the thought of maybe moving on from Isaac Okoro. And I used to be one of those people, but here over the last month, month and a half, I go, you know, I do need some defense. I don't know what I'm going to get back in return for him. Uh, I think I'm going to need him in the in the postseason to play defense, which immediately some people had some smart-ass answers to, which, okay, that's fine. I, I don't think that he's been the type of player they hoped he would be, but I do think that he tries his best to lock everybody down, and I think I'm going to need help with him. So, And again, I don't know what I'm going to get back, so I don't know if I really want to move on from Isaac Cora. I don't think I would at this point. Yeah, that's it. Be sh- yeah, he seems to be shooting a little bit better, which was his major issue, and I agree with you because you're going to get to the postseason you're going to need to to throw guys at, you know, Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler and, you know, Jalen Brown and, and some of those wings. You get to the, the NBA Finals, the Clippers are really well, and I'm saying, like, NBA Finals is far ahead of ourselves, but you got Paul George, you got Kawhi Leonard, so you're going to need a wing like a, a Kuro to throw on those guys. Do you think Doc Rivers will fix the Bucks? No. Uh, you know, one, I don't think he's like Red Arback or Phil Jackson, uh, so he's not like a fantastic head coach. He's an upgrade over Adrian Griffin, fine. But two, like, they have serious flaws within that roster. They have nobody that can defend on the perimeter. Uh, so, and, and, you know, Lillard's offensive game hasn't been what it was in Portland. Like, all right, maybe that comes back. That helps them a little bit. But uh, their defense just isn't structured to, to make, to me, a, a run of the championship. So I'm not, like, I've, if I was, like, the top team in the East, so let's say you're the Celtics, I'd be more fearful of, you know, a healthy Embiid there with Philadelphia, even though come up short the last couple of years. The Knicks, maybe the Cavaliers. Uh, there'd be a, a couple of teams I'd be more fearful of uh, than Milwaukee, despite the fact that Giannis is arguably having the best season of his career. They just have no defense. Justin Termini joining us here on the show. So uh, I'm looking at where the Cavs have been. One of the big things that people were thinking about with J.B. Bickerstaff earlier this year was that they might move on from him, right? And that he was maybe coaching for his job up in Detroit a couple of months ago. Yeah, against the Pistons for all things. What did J.B. Bickerstaff do? What kind of answer can you give me where this team's turned it around, where a lot of teams would just go, well, that's the end of this guy. We'll, we'll see if we can do it with another coach. Yeah, it's funny because I like every once in a while, like I'll quiz Eddie. I'll say, like, what are the top five uh, uh, MVP favorites right now according to Vegas? What are the top five uh, title favorites? Who are the, the first five coaches to be fired, like the favorites to be fired? And I think at one point it was J.G. Bickerstaff, like early in the season. Maybe he was one or he was two, maybe behind Billy Donovan. And now all of a sudden I would say, like, if I was casting a vote today, you get three options as a voter. Who's your first choice for coach of the year, second, third? I'd probably you know, lean in the direction of J.B. Bickerstaff for one of those top three spots especially with the injuries he's been dealing with. I mean, you see the Lakers, the Lakers lose like the fifth guy on their roster and all of a sudden they're complaining about how they can't win as a result. Whereas they lose Darius Garland, they lose Evan Mobley. They don't miss a beat. In fact, they improve. And I think that's part of the reason they improved is just that that naturally like opened up the spacing a little bit, helped them rely on the three point shot a little bit. And now J.B. Becker staff, you would think, is smart enough to stick with that and become a little bit more reliant on the, on the three-point shot, which just wasn't there prior to those injuries. 
Speaking of the Lakers, I want to look at LeBron real quick. Is there a chance that he would actually leave next year? I mean, I don't know. I mean, he, he loves the movies. He loves that. We're, you know, being living in L.A., that's where his family's from. Uh, you know, so I, I don't think he would he would leave the Lakers. Plus, it's one of the easiest places for him to win because, like, he won in Cleveland. That's not easy to do. Winning in Miami, like, are you kidding me? A lot of people want to go down there and play there. It's easy to get free agents, easy to get teammates. Still easy to get teammates in uh, in L.A. And how they going to get, you know, how's he going to find a much better situation? He plays with Anthony Davis, so he's part of the reason. Like, he goes to New York where everybody wants him to go. He takes the ball out of J- Jalen Brunson's hands. I mean, is that going to make him any better in uh, New York? So, uh, no, I, I think he probably stays in L.A., but he complains the entire time about it. I was asked, I was asked whether or not I would bring him back last week. And I said no. And I caught hell for it because I my whole thing of it was – He's pushing 40. Uh, you just said the L.A. thing. I mean, it, it, you'd have to blow some people out of this roster for him to be here. I think it would be a major, major change, and I think people would be trying to rekindle what happened in 2016. Well, a lot's changed since that era and what's going on right now. Would it be the prudent move to bring him here if he were interested in coming back? I, ha- I know it's, a, it, it's off the beaten yeah. path here, but I had to ask. Well, as a talk show host, you should want him back because every single day it's a different drama. It makes your job easy. You don't even need to watch the game. See, and that's how much harder talk- work I want to do for all the fine listeners yeah. of Cleveland, Ohio. Yeah, exactly, because you wouldn't even need to, like, honestly, he makes it so sometimes you don't even have to watch the games. You just come in and go, oh, LeBron's complaining again. What do you think about what he's saying? That's but, like, yeah, here's the thing with LeBron, and I brought this up a couple of times. Like, his offenses haven't been good out in Los Angeles. And my take is like, yeah, when he played for Cleveland, he made people better. When he played for Miami, he made people get better. But now that he's in L.A., he's aging. He can still put up these awesome numbers, but it's a lot harder for him to do. And for him to get the numbers, which he doesn't want to sacrifice, he's got to play a style that is not team basketball. So he's still going after his own numbers, which he used to be able to do while also helping the team and also making his teammates better. Now he can't do that. So he's still going to get his numbers but it's not going to help the team. So his numbers are going to look the same, and you're going to go, oh, well, uh, LeBron hasn't fallen off at all. Look at the numbers he's putting up at the age of 38, at the age of 39. But the team's success is hurt by that. So uh, he's not the same player that he was a couple of years ago at all. Other than Donovan Mitchell, who's the most important player on the Cavs? Well, I mean, I think the guy that's been the best so far is Jared Allen. Like, you could make an argument that he should be on the all-star team, I think. Uh, that's how good he's been. I don't know. What what would you guys say from watching them every single night? Was there, like, a uproar that he didn't make the all-star team? Because I think it could have been the case. I mean, they're winning, and we got, like, two two guys from the, the Lakers who are losing. Uh, you know, two There's guys some from people the less than thrilled. Okay. Yeah, there's some people who are less than thrilled. I think Jared Allen's been the best, but I think the most important is probably Evan Mobley and how he develops. But I'm going to tell you this, though. Let me let me throw this back at you, Justin. There was a little bit of a groundswell. Like, I wanted to complain about it, and they were like, well, this is them getting you back for putting Jared Allen in the All-Star game when they were in Cleveland. And I went, oh, okay. Well, so, I mean, a small market like Cleveland's not allowed to have a guy. Well, I'm know, just saying because there were, people who sa- there were people who said that he didn't deserve it the year he did make the All-Star game in Cleveland. You know how many guys there are that don't deserve it, uh, and they make the All-Star game like multiple <laughs> times. Uh, and again, he deserved it. You got the second best team in the East right now, and he's been to me the second best player. All right, real quick, what would you do to change All-Star Weekend? 
Uh, geez, I mean, take take away the game, don't play the game. I actually love it from a media perspective because I go there and I talk to like all these legends. I talk to some of the current guys, uh, so it's fun from from that perspective. I like going out and getting hammered and watching the slam dunk contest and the uh, you know betting on that with some of the guys I work with. But the game, I always leave prior to the game, so just eliminate the game, cancel the game. All right, Justin Termini, take care of your dog, okay? Yeah, thanks. Take care of yours or Lima or, you know, whatever. I have two dogs now, Justin. Very good. I don't care about your personal life, Ken. <laughs> Goodbye. Justin Termini. Sirius XM NBA Radio, host of NBA Today on Sirius XM NBA Radio on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 